money I had to eat with was the money I had to buy shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Ready. Mary. And I actually just proposed to this young lady right here. Last month. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's been a long time. It you is know? a long time. It was like, you know, we got three boys too. So it's like when Mike upset. It's not your boy. It's your beauty. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very nice. Yep. So, first question, how did you guys meet? Church house. <laughs> At church. Church house. Well, kind of, kind of the church. She was at, um, at ODU. And at that time, I, won't, I was a youth pastor. Yeah. And we was going there. Bishop was doing like revival, like an all revival or something mm -hmm. like that. And uh, yeah, and we kind of met through there. And then she started coming to the church. Um, and yeah, fast forward, <laughs> he was back. <laughs> Just that simple. Do, do you concur, Jen? Yeah, Jen. What's that? You? Your perspective, like. He's being real nice because you should be like, you stalked me. <laughs> you stalked me. That's what he, that's the story he normally tells. So, of course, Mary and I went to the same college. We were roommates. Yeah. We had another roommate who, um, our pastor, he back then, back then he was Pastor Gay, he's now Bishop Gay. He had done a revival for her church mm -hmm. out in the country. So she we were all in the choir together. I don't remember what position in the choir she had at that point. But she then invited him to come do our, was it my spring, fall revival? Revival or something. Or something like that. And I was like, hey, that light skin guy is kind of cute. Who that light skin man over there? That was me. I was, I was, I was the light skin man. He is a <laughs> <laughs> I like that clarity, but this was a revival at the college. Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Mm -hmm. At the college. Yeah. And then and then Bishop would come and do like Bible studies for us. He would come basically the whole time we were there. He would come do like revival like like twice a year. No, when we had our concert, yeah, he would come. Then we did the whole gospel concert uh, for Ebony Impact. Mm -hmm. And then um, I started going to the church, which was in Waverly. Mm -hmm. And we actually, our first date was on his birthday. Yep. Um, nice. That was going to be our date. next question. Nice. Nice. It was a group date. Okay. <laughs> our first few dates were group dates. First few dates was a whole bunch of people. Babe, um, that's safe. Yeah. <laughs> Whole bunch of people on the first. Oh, just sold my, just sold my shoe. Yeah, your audio. When you audio cut out, mm, come up a little. The um, our first date, the sole of my shoe ripped off. What? Um, <laughs> that's impressive. That's impressive. We was on our way. I was walking into the restaurant. Mm -hmm. When I walked into the restaurant, the sole of my shoe caught the curb 
and the whole soul just ripped, and it was rain. So I had to go to Steinmark and buy some shoes, and I ain't had no money. The money, the money I had to eat with was the money I had to buy shoes. <laughs> <laughs> the best. So my, so my brother had to um, had to pay for my food because I spent my money on your shoes. Um, on some shoes, because if not, my feet were gonna be wet all night. Know <laughs> <laughs> that? Did you, you never knew Jen that his shoe that that night? Oh no, I know his shoe broke because I showed up late. Yeah, <laughs> like I forgot who else went with us. Like we were. It was a whole busload. It was a whole trough of people. No, <laughs> I know. That's why it was a whole trough of people. Like. It was a lot of people sitting at the table. We like he was kind of annoyed that our first few dates were group dates. <laughs> but he said he looked like the Last Supper. <laughs> you know, I liked him. But I was like, I didn't really like know him, know him. And so, of course, our first couple of dates were. I mean, the group date. The group date offers some psychological safety because if you if y'all don't have anything in common, you got other people to talk to. It's not awkward. Right. So yeah, but yeah, I knew his shoe broke. <laughs> That's the best. And and thank God for brothers that that are cover you right. Like, hey man, you got me this time because I'm just scrambling. <laughs> I'm just sitting at the table. I'm fasting. I'm just I'm going to fast. I'm going to fast. I'm going to get an extra lemon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, you said it's free refills on this bread, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Get another thing of bread and some water. No, nah, that's great. That's Man, great. That's, that's fantastic. So, your first date, first dates happened. And then at what point did you guys, you know, become more serious and you're like, all right, I think we can maybe take this further like what was that transition from we're just dating to I think this person might be the one for me so let's rewind a little bit so when I first met him oh. <laughs> <laughs> I already had a girlfriend okay mm -hmm. but you was getting ready to I was dumb he was dumb I was dumb because I was like I was gonna stay you know in that church friend zone because you know I won't try to be. Right. <laughs> you know. And she was, and she still went to the church. Oh, wow. And she was hot with. Hold up, time out. This sounds so messy. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it wasn't that, it's not that, no. Because actually, um, Bishop's first wife is the one who put us together. Mm -hmm. yeah, she she was, told him a story, and she told me a different story. She kind of, she, she kind of, she kind of connect, connected us, and just, and I was kind of, that was kind of, kind of done, and we, we both knew it at the time. But what, what made it awkward, or yeah, what made it awkward was the fact that that person was was still at the church, but. It was grace throughout the whole process yeah. for the most part. For the, for the most part. Yeah. When you dating in church, it could be so, and if you dating don't go right, it yeah. could go way, 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 way better. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, we was able to have grace 
on everybody's part to 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 get through that. Yeah. And I think it was I think it was after that. And I think after a couple couple times, you know, going out by sales and stuff like that and just talking, mm-hmm. I think that's what kind of kind of sealed it. I don't know, I can't recall like a specific day or moment where it just mm-hmm. we knew it, but I think it was just over a series of moments together, us spending time together and just talking. I think we just kind of just knew like we would only see each other on the weekends. Yeah, because I lived in Petersburg and, and we, were I, we were in Norfolk. So we would talk during the week, mm-hmm. but we would only really see each other yeah. on the weekends. Yeah. So long distance from the beginning. Basically. Long distance and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's it's always tricky in those situations where like you're dealing with work or some institution that you both share mm-hmm. within that group of people and then it doesn't work out that's all you're right there's a lot of grace in that because it could have went way south you know in, like a horrible situation right. so yeah so that that works out but yeah. here's, here's a question here's an interesting question on your different upbringing because you you come from and you're you're in norfolk mm-hmm. At this point, and Rondell, you're in Waverly, Petersburg. 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 How how do you think your upbringing influenced you guys in dating and in in now in your marriage? Like the way you treat your parents. Yeah. Yeah. I was driving down the road, and I knew this question was going to come up. (laughs) (laughs) I'll drive down the road this evening. for me, and I'd be totally honest and transparent for everybody to hear it. For me, because when we first started, no, when we first got married. When we first got married, we was planning a wedding, and my parents was planning a divorce. Mm-hmm. Oh, at the same time. Mm-hmm. At the same time. So while we were planning our wedding, my parents are starting to at the divorce process, separating and, and, and doing all that. Mm-hmm. So I think that influenced the way, and I'm I hope I'm answering the question. Um that influenced the way I see and I, I see our marriage and look at our marriage because mm-hmm. I saw the impact. Yeah, I saw the impact that my parents divorcing in my 20s and my late mid to late 20s. Mm-hmm. I saw the impact that it had on me and my brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm able to take both. I'm able to take, you know, the good that I saw with my parents, mm-hmm. you know, and say, okay, you know, I can, you know, use that. But I'm also able to look at that part and be like, I don't want that. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's what influenced a lot of, I know for me, my behaviors and how I, you know, move in our marriage, because it's like I don't. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Like for me growing up, um, I've always like been active in church and stuff like that. One of the things that um, my pastor when I was a teenager always said, be careful who you date because they could be your potential mate. <laughs> don't date anybody that you can't think of yourself, you know, with long term. Yeah. So, you know, before Rondell dated like one or two guys, be like, yeah, 
That ain't it. That that show ain't it. <laughs> but just even like in church, singing the way that like he served and things like that. And even like in my parents' relationship, like he said, his parents were planning um, a divorce after almost what, 40, 40 years was, of marriage? And then next next year, my parents will be celebrating like 50 years of marriage. So, I mean, that really influenced, like, like he said, you take the good and the bad from both, you know, both sides of what would we keep the same that, you know, our parents did and what, you know, what are some things that will, will change? Right. So. How, how did that affect your, like, so you dated and then you get engaged and you're about to get married and neither one of you have been married before, right? This oh. is first marriage, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, how does that affect your, like your life experience? How did that affect your expectations? Like Rondell, what did you, Going into and going into the union, and it's day one. What did you kind of expect from a wife or from Jen? I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real answer. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I, I, I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have no, no, no expectations. It was two things. I knew two things. This is all I knew. I knew one. I loved. Two. I knew I'd do whatever I had to do to take care of. That's all I knew. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have like no crazy expectation of her. I think I had more expectation and pressure on myself. Oh, and again, because one, <laughs> you know, I look at I look at my family, and and divorce is high in, in my family. I got a lot of uncles, you know. That's this number two, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I, I, I know that. So I knew, I knew two things. I knew one, I love, and two, I whatever I had to do to, to take to take care of. Um, so I guess I, I really had no expectation of of her as a wife. I just had a lot of expectations and a, put a lot of pressure on myself to be a, a, a good husband. Nice, nice, and and. Before I, before I go to you, Jen, mm-hmm. what, what were some of those expectations you had on yourself? For me? Yeah, yeah. Um, provide, like, I mean, she's her, her dad's, she's the only girl, she's his, his, his only daughter. Mm-hmm. She's dad's girl. Like, <laughs> um, you know, she comes from more of a upper, Middle class, high class, <laughs> you know, um, like so. It was, it was, it was that that pressure. That's why we dated for five years before we got married because the face. five whole whole years. Year. But the expectation I I have had on myself was like, no, you you can barely take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you even put her in that situation? And you can barely take care of yourself. And I knew, you know, the time would never be perfect, mm-hmm. but I at least wanted to have time to progress. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Like I, I knew it wasn't about, you know, it ain't gonna be the perfect time, but I did know I needed some progress, and you know, with myself. So that was the expectation. Like I had to get myself together if I was gonna, you know, 
be able to take care of her, provide, and you know, do all that type of stuff. I'm not saying I, I know I had to do it by myself, but I had to bring something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Something. Yeah. So. No, no, that's fair. That's actually that's actually really interesting to me that 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 you would have that. That's a lot of internal stress looking at you know maintaining a, a particular lifestyle or wanting to you know and you know you wanted to see yourself on the uptick before exactly. you had this this extra thing and not and and that way you assure you you didn't plateau or you stuck in a rut you you're on the uptick now come along with me as we climb this right. mountain well, I, I was i was scrambling <laughs> there's no there's no other way to put it <laughs> it would have been punishment to pull her into that like this <laughs> Punishment, it would have been punishment to pull her in, into into that situation. That face of yeah, that situation. It would have been punishment. So I I did. I, I mean, five years and then I just kind of I was getting myself together and I kind of was the time was perfect because her daddy kind of started looking at me. Finally, like, <laughs> How do you come and stay in my basement every every holiday? <laughs> oh. Nah, that's awesome. Jen, same same question for you. Like what, what expectations? Yeah, what expectations did you did you have for for you know once you get married, what, what was the expectations you had of, of Rondell? Well yourself. I knew because he had was getting himself together. Like I saw the potential. We always make that a joke about she saw potential in me. <laughs> <laughs> um I knew that he would be a provider. I knew that. And it's almost like the same, like he said, like, I feel like I have more expectations for myself. Like, as far as like seeing my mom and my grandmother's like that, the, the, the role of the wife in the household, like, you know, making sure there's dinner, <laughs> making sure, you know, the house is clean. And those are things that I've, I've seen all my life. You know, my grandmother worked, my mom's mom worked part-time. My mom worked full-time, but Whenever we, my brother came home and my dad always came home after us, there was always dinner. There was always dinner on the table. And what we didn't eat out a lot. So there was always like a home cooked meal on the table. So kind of like reversing what he said, kind of putting that pressure on myself, like not to be the perfect wife, but those things that I had seen right. that I are modeled to me that I would I would hold up to that standard. Because nobody wants their husband to come home and be looking like, where, where, with who that? <laughs> what a house mess, like things like that. Like I knew he was going to be a provider. There was no doubt in my mind about that. So <laughs> I think we both had more internal yeah. expectations <clears throat> of ourselves than the external expectations. Got it. And and the, and and it sounds like, in both cases, those expectations is a is a nurture situation from what you've seen and experienced in your in your own family groups in your immediate mm -hmm. is how you were like oh that's the image of what I'm supposed to do. Right. Even if you don't know whether it's easy or difficult. Right. Because you know you're like that's right. that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah my particular role interesting so you did mention roles like and you know you're a bit more in the traditional sense of right. roles, but are there areas that 
you've kind of diverted away from the traditional type of roles in your marriage like right because I know like for us starting right out my mindset was only what I saw which was completely the traditional gender role right over time when I realized that was the internal pressure that I'm putting on me and it wasn't coming from him at all Mm-hmm. things started to flex just a little bit I'm still more traditional I can't really throw that away but you know over, I. over time there were certain things and I'm like oh we can both help out with this thing so if like for you guys is there are there things that you notice over the years you've kind of relaxed a little bit on that traditional sense and um, I'm gonna say a little bit but not really just because of the role that we're in outside of our jobs, the pastoring role, I know there's a lot of stress and pressure on him. So one of my goals is to, when we're here at home as a safe space, whatever I can take off his plate so that he can come home, relax. Like I know stuff is still, you know, from his job in church, you know, is still going through his mind. Whatever I can take off his plate here, I always try to do. That's why I said, you know, I try to make sure, you know, he has a nice meal yeah. when he comes home. You know, the house is semi-clean. It's not, you know, sparkly clean, but, you know, things are in order. So I don't think our our roles, traditional roles have I think we've kind of integrated. I think we, I think we've kind of blended them. I don't think, you know, because like even now, you know, if I got to cook, yeah. you know, I cook. You know, if I got to wash the clothes, I wash the clothes. If I got to clean, I, you know, so yeah. I don't think it's a thing of we. I think we've kind of almost kind of just the like, for the sake of getting it done. Yeah, like it's for us. Like it don't matter who does it. Like. Some days, you know, she's working or something and I get home early, I cook, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to wait for her to get home. Be like, hey, man. All right. <laughs> you know, coming in the door like, am I stomach show? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like, I know you just pulled a double shift, but I'm sure is hungry. Yeah, like, hey, that, that meat in the sink. <laughs> but, um, so I, I, I think the, the traditional, I don't think we've abandoned. I think we just kind of work together. I think mm-hmm. we've kind of blended it in, in some way just for the sake of getting it done and love and, and, and being happy and not just saying, well, that's your role. That's my, I, I don't do that. You do that. You just get it done. Yep. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. And we, and we find, we find that, you know, uh, from some of the couples we talked to, that's kind of becoming the norm, where it's mm-hmm. just like we we work as a team, you know? Mm-hmm. And we definitely model that behavior for sure, where it's just like, if it needs to be done and you're able-bodied, there's nothing stopping you from doing it. And, yeah. you know, waiting this for the other person to do it is probably the wrong answer anyway. <laughs> that's, that's very problematic in the <laughs> yeah. relationship. Even yeah. if we're real, like, previous generations that's what you saw yeah yeah, you know, yeah. You know, like it was there was no i'm gonna get up in this kitchen and cook a meal or wash these, or dishes. Wash these dishes or clothes or whatever if so yeah we, we've evolved past that but mm-hmm. i know i'm still more on the traditional side yeah mm-hmm. i think i think something too that's that's really interesting is when you're in that teamwork scenario you know 
and different challenges come up, you know, different things arise in that team or scenario. You know, you guys mind telling us like, what's like a, a situation that came up that was kind of difficult that you guys had to endure through together and, and maybe expand on it into how you got through it? Um, when I got sick in 2014, 2014. so 2014, we went on a, on a Friday night, we went on a, a date, mm -hmm. um, and I had a grand mal seizure in the car, um, got taken to the hospital, found out I had a meningioma, which is a benign tumor, um, that it's a slow growing tumor that I guess it had just been growing over the years. But what happened was as soon as it got large enough, it was golf ball size. Um, when it got large enough, like to the top of my skull, that's what caused the seizure. Like it had no more room to yeah. go anywhere. So because, well, I was in the hospital for like two weeks, mm -hmm. had surgery and stuff, um, came home. I was not able to drive for six months. So anytime you have any type of seizure, you are not able to drive for six months. Oh. So when I came home, I really couldn't do anything. Like they were preparing him to have a hospital bed here in the house mm -hmm. um, with like nurses and stuff because mm -hmm. they just didn't know how the surgery was going to go. Um, so when I came home, I really couldn't, I would get tired quick. You know, I really couldn't do anything. And he took on everything. Cooking, cleaning, grocery shopping, <laughs> driving me around, like you name it, he did it because I just didn't have the energy to do anything. And I had I, I had, <laughs> oh, yeah. I had lost my job. <laughs> it's funny, man. I mean I can laugh at it. Yeah. I can laugh yeah. at it. Man. I I can laugh at it now, but I was I was without a job when when that happened. So Talking now. again, I can laugh at it now, but looking back over it, like mm -hmm. here I am with no no job, her in the position that she was in, and the school system that she was working for at that time. We fighting with you know borderline fighting with them on critical care pay, basically money that's hers that you know that she didn't she didn't earn and. <clears throat> It was a lot, and, and still, still, you know, pastoring and mm -hmm. all of that. It, it was a lot, and and I hate to hate to sound churchy, um, but the only thing that I know that got us through that situation was prayer. Yeah. Like I've been, I've been praying for a long time. I've been with the Lord for a minute, but um, I don't think I never. Prayed as much as I prayed that that space because um, it was like she said they was you know told me I need to go meet with this it was a person in the hospital like I need to go meet with them um, prepare you know have nurse come in the house you know once or up to five times a week I think it was um, a hospital bed she'll lose all she could lose all her motor skills. All, all of this type of stuff they 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 prepare me um for. And I'm thinking about that and the fact 
I need to find a job. I mean, it was just, it, it was, it was just mm -hmm. a, a, a lot. Like, I ain't bathed a lot in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's a lot, man. That's. Bro, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't bathe a lot. The only thing I remember is I just had my iPad and she was like sleeping most of the time. And I was just reading scriptures and just praying and going on walks down the hallway and whatever. But um, but yeah, that was that was probably one of the the, the toughest seasons of our life. And it is just I, I came home and had just she couldn't drive six months, so I came home and I did, I did everything and Thank God, man. So I, I remember I never get one Sunday. Um, I, I I preached one Sunday, and I actually I think I preached against um, Bishop's orders. I think he had told me. <laughs> I think he had told me to take Sunday off, whatever, but I did. And um, I went went to the church and preached, and I had to go get groceries. And y'all remember where the church was at? The food line, like right up the street. Yep. So I went there, and I walked around the grocery store, and I guess. Lost. I guess I was lost and I must have looked defeated. You know, I just must have looked like and just so happened one of the members was in there. And her and her husband, they came and they saw me. And uh, she took my list. <laughs> she took my list and you know, basically like just you go to the car, we're gonna take care, you know, of, of you list a list of everything. So shout out to them. God bless them. I thank mm -hmm. them for that. But, um, but yeah, that was one of the roughest seasons, man. That I I think we we endured, but that was prayer, all prayer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's heavy. That's a lot, you know. And that's I think that's the kind of stuff that you know people people don't think about sometimes because like now you guys are happy and smiling and you know mm -hmm. your bond's super tight and everybody knows y'all just hang out, you know, like like yep. hang out like wet clothes on a clothesline. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so. But you know, it's those kind of it's those kind of things that really that really strengthen couples, you know, and really yeah. that really pulls you, you know, makes you super tight, you know. And, and you know, I really appreciate you guys sharing that story because I know that's that had to be that had to be enormous. And I can only think back to what you were saying earlier, Rondell, about your internal stressors to provide. So to be in that situation and be out of work at the same time, you know, that had to be. Like that's a blow to the ego, but then yeah. this this seemingly insurmountable task in front mm -hmm. of at the same time. So well, I was one of those guys that I defined myself by what I did, and when I felt like when I ain't had nothing to do, I want nobody. Mm -hmm. So I felt like when I lost that job, like that was that was my whole identity. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I want nothing because I had attached myself. I had been there. I had worked my way literally from the bottom, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so it was, it was like, man, so I already didn't feel, I already was having some internal struggles myself with my own insecurities and, and, and all of that. And then I feel like God made us challenge our vows yeah. in, in three months, Yeah, made us challenge up for sickness. <laughs> yes. Sickness and in health, yes. for richer or for poor, like we had, we 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 went through that challenge in like three months. So yeah, um, so yeah, so that that it was a it was it was it was it was tough. But 
I brought a screw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's special. Yeah, that That's special. a real special story right there. Super special. So um, we talked about a struggle area. Now you're past that super tight bond, like we we all know that. But yeah. what are some goals that you guys have, like as a couple? I want some deep or like yeah, no, whatever just, you want yeah, to share. Just, just your goals, your your I guess more like your couple goals. Yeah, your what's couple your couple goals. goals? If you have any. I don't have a couple. I know I my goal, one of I guess my goal with her start this new role at work and uh, going back to school working on her doctorate is I really want to make that easy for her. You know, that's that's one of my goals is to make that as easy as possible um, for her. So it's like whatever I got to do to- And she wants to retire. <laughs> I'm no skin in the game on this. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but no, but not for it. Like, I just want to make that because I know that's going to, you know, having a new new role, um, you know, out in the classroom, starting, you know, a PhD program. So, you know, just want to make sure that she has all the support and everything that she needs. Cause I know, you know, it's gonna be times where that probably can become, you know, a lot, but I just want to make sure that she got a soft place to land and she knows that she got that support. So that's what I'm I'm aiming for coming up in these next I know two years at least mm -hmm. um, while she's doing this. So, yeah. Any other couple goals? Of course, like, you know, it's like debt free. So. Yeah, it's it's the, that stuff. That stuff. But I think that's it. I think everybody might hear that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we want to stand it. Let's get more debt. Yeah, yeah get more debt. Yeah. I think. Moving to, to a, another house. Yeah, we want to move um, soon and um, get yeah. a bunny. <laughs> Can we tell y'all about the bunny? We gotta tell y'all about the bunny. Um, he wants a pet bunny. I want a pet rabbit. A pet rabbit. Is it gonna be named Bugs? You gonna name it Bugs Bunny? <laughs> <laughs> Look, whatever, whatever, whatever flows your book. Yeah, but I, I think that's, I think just, I know for me, that's that's my big thing to focus on is making sure that support is there for her. Um, any other goals, like, you know, I don't think we're trying to, we're trying to write no book yet. Not yet. No. We ain't trying to. <laughs> no, we, I think we, we just, yeah, that's that's about it. It feels bad saying it, but I think this is <laughs> I tell you, let me tell you. I feel like we should have more. Let me tell you one that I think that I thought um, that you you talked about one time before. Uh, the one where you guys made the effort, the intentionality of getting coffee every morning. Mm. That was a really that was a really good one. That was one that yeah. inspired me to because um, I was like, oh, that's actually really interesting. Like. No, nope. mm -hmm. I'm gonna make an intentional effort to get up in the morning and just go have coffee, which sounds like the most nondescript, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all ain't really, y'all ain't doing that. What's getting coffee? That's nothing. But 
you know, to get a cup of coffee and sit down and look this person in the face and while yep. you drink coffee, just have some conversations about whatever. And maybe, just once a week. Yeah. Once a week. And maybe not say nothing. Maybe y'all just sit there and just sip on the coffee in each other's presence in quiet. And people but, watch. Yeah. <laughs> people, people watch. Yeah. But it, that one, that one really got me. I was like, oh, that's a, that's actually pretty sweet of a, of a thing to do. Like that, that inspired, that inspired me. Cause I know we, we've developed, uh, based off that, one of the things we developed was at our house. Now we have a porch. So mm-hmm. we go periodically and just sit on the porch. We'll have tea on the porch. On the porch, you know, <laughs> and just sit there like two old people. <laughs> we have started going out like, like, like a stuff. Friday night now, like we do go to go to dinner and I, I got a goal. Well, hi, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I had told us like we set a goal that at least once a month. Oh yeah. We were going to like a nice dinner, like you know, this ain't Applebee's. Mm-hmm. You know, like but once a month, yeah. we go to a really nice place. And, and 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 have that. So we've been we've actually been doing it. Mm-hmm. We've we've been doing it. So we've been sticking to that. So nice, nice, nice. Like when you say a nice place, you mean like a you got to have reservations place? Yeah, you got to have some reservations and no no tennis shoes type thing. Uh, not to some of the places now. They didn't change some of their rules. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for the most part, places we've gone. We didn't have to have reservations. I got one more spot when I go for our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but once a month we've been. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And then I, I think we're getting down to the last couple of questions here. So now you guys had your ups and downs and all this kind of stuff. And the one thing we know for sure is how long did you say you've been married again? Let's remind everybody. 14 years. Um, August 23rd. 14 years. That's a lot of days and nights, and that's a, a lot of hours and minutes, right? But that, yep. also, that also is a lot of yeses, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of yeses to the relationship. <laughs> what, what, mm-hmm. what keeps you saying yes day after day yeah. to the relationship? Because it's a constant choice. Like, you have to always choose. Right. So what, what makes you... What makes you what what gets you up in the morning and makes you say, I'm gonna come back here later tonight and do it again? <laughs> the way you ask that question. It's like, what makes you say, I'm, I'm gonna come back home tonight? <laughs> I was missing. That's But like I generally believe that like when we were dating, like we actually formed a friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Just come home. <laughs> I mean, there are some people who choose not to come home. That's true. Yeah, they that's keep right on driving. Yeah. <laughs> like, right I'm done. <laughs> yeah, they drive right on past the house. You won't see them never again. Well, like our friendship. Yeah, it's it's, it's for us. And we always say, not only do we love each other, but we like each yeah. other. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Like we don't have to tolerate each other. That's not what our relationship is about. Like, I feel like I gotta tolerate you. I like if I don't want to be around you, then I'm just tolerating your presence. Like, oh mm-hmm. god, I got it. 
being her president, I got to sit in the car, get myself together because I got to go ahead and deal with this. Oh, boy. Here come, <laughs> friend. Here come your friend. Here come your little friend. Yeah. Here come like, your little friend. <laughs> like, I ain't got to, you know, like, oh, I got to go ahead and hear her ball. Like, it's, it's, it's not like it. Like, we, we, we like each other. Like, we best friends. So I think the thing that keep us saying yes and keep coming home is like just say we, we genuinely like, like each, each other, other and, and love, love each other. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. Now that's great. That's great. That That is strangely, a strangely simplistic answer, but I, I completely understand the sentiment. Yep. Like I'll hear his truck and I'll be like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm listening for the garage door. Mm -hmm. <laughs> garage door. You're like, that's you? And then, I mean, she you know what type of crazy I am. I know what type of crazy she is, and we can tolerate each other's crazy. Oh, yeah. Your crazies match. Your crazies match. Got See, it. that's the part people don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, no, talk, no, about. talk about yeah. it. The nuances yeah. of personality. Yeah, exactly. It's, and it's at the end of the day, every person got a level of crazy. You just got to say, I can tolerate that crazy or I can, that's too much. I can't tolerate that. Yeah. So my, my quirks and stuff, she can handle and she know them and she cool with it. Hers, same with me. I'm cool with have it. So... That's, that's, none at all. Yeah, she she don't got none. None at all. <laughs> none, absolutely. None. But you're right though. That is that is a thing people constantly overlook. Yeah, it's like you got to be compatible in a lot of ways. Like, like we think about looks and when we going out and how they dress and stuff like that. But you don't really think about like how they brush their teeth, how they floss. You know, that sock that be on the floor. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> how they breathe when they eating you know what yeah. I'm saying? it'd be the weirdest stuff that really like starts to eat at you you know when you've been when you've been together you know uh, an extended period of time so yeah yeah mary knows this mary, mary will laugh i was dating this guy before rondell and i knew it was over when i could not stand the way this man walked i was like no <laughs> You can tell from the way I walk, I ain't from around here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why are you walking? <laughs> you need to ask for something. I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Why are you walking? You got to skip everywhere you go. Like, like, go out on the date with me. I need you to skip to my left. Like, Mary, here you come. Here you come. Just walk. <laughs> Just walk. <laughs> when somebody's walking on your nerves, mm. you're done. Yeah, that's it. That's a wrap. Like, look at him walking with his bobos and Big Mike. I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Mm, mm, mm. Well, thank you guys. This has been this has been great. Super. Thank you super so much. Great. Thank, thank you all. Thank you guys for having thank us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, this is awesome.